Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Britain feels broken, but how do we fix it? Westminster just doesn't seem to have the answers, but we have found some people who do. Join me, journalist Becca Hudson. And me, the former MP Ed Vasey, for How I'd Fix... From the price of a pint to the housing crisis, this is the show where we take an alternative look at the problems plaguing the nation. And hear practical solutions from those in the know. Catch new episodes of Howard Fix wherever you get your podcasts. Rebuilding Britain starts here. This is Talk Radio. Man Alive, it is quiet around here. This is the Late Night Alternative. I'm Catherine Boyle. I'm always here. But usually you'll hear Ian Lee a bit more. Ian's taking a couple of days off just to get his head together. In the meantime, it's you and me, kid. 0344-499-1000. We've got all sorts to talk about tonight. I could give you loads and loads of topics, but you and I both know what's going to happen in that uh, someone will ring up and uh, all that stuff will fly out of the window. So let's keep our powder dry and have a quick word with um, a new caller to the station, uh, Alan Caddick. Hello, Alan Caddick. <laughs> what's going on, Alan? Hello, man. I'll tell you what, the football's been amazing tonight. Oh, good. The Magnificent Seven. Okay. England beat Montenegro 7 0 tonight at Wembley. game. I knew I felt special. They should beat Montenegro, shouldn't they? But I didn't expect I want to be 3 0, not 7 0. Good grief, that is a drubbing. Well, Harry Kane got a hat-trick. Gosh, well, that is his job, isn't it? Well, he is the captain. Exactly. He'll be pleased then. Uh, so they're qualified for the European Championships next season. Whoop. Well, um, and you know, with big tournaments, we always choke. Yeah. So don't get too excited, Alan Caddick. You know what's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to lose my penalties to the Germans, like we did in Euro 96. Yeah. Uh, it seems all right, but the man that missed the penalty is managing the England team. Oh. Gareth Southgate. Mm. I don't care about football, Alan. Anyway, what, what topic have we got tonight, Kath? All right, here we go. Here's what we got. I'm glad you asked. It's very interesting that you should ask me that, because right now I'm just ch- checking what I said earlier on, not that it's going to make any difference whatsoever. Uh, a boy who's obsessed with a plastic head... Yeah. Right, this is about a little boy who is inseparable. His mum gave him, you know those, um, like, heads that uh, hairdressers practice on? Like a mannequin head? Yeah, the dogs, the head you practice hairdressing on. Yeah, exactly, the head you practice hairdressing on. She gave it to him to play with so he could play with its hair. He's become obsessed with it, takes it everywhere, and he sort of carries it round, a bit like the headless horseman. Oh, my God. Exactly. It, it, it really is a treat. But that's what kids do. They sometimes get obsessed with things and not the necessarily the, the beautiful toy that you spend ages picking out. There will, you know... There was a girl I was um, a kid with and I remember she was obsessed with... She had like this... She had like this baby grow that she'd stuff with a tea towel. Yeah. That was her thing. With me, when I was younger, we used to get a Christmas hamper and I wasn't interested in the food. I would just play with the box. Exactly, Alan. Exactly. I would, I 
would make a car out of it. Yeah, I've done that. That's good. Right, the other thing we can talk about is funerals for the living. In Korea, they are um, making people realise that there is still lots to life and that there are brilliant things still to be had and that people care about them by having a funeral while they're still alive. Would you fancy that? Well, it depends on which career. Is it North Korea or is it South Korea? You don't have to go to Korea, but you do have to sit in a coffin. I wouldn't want to be buried alive. Because I mean, look at Max Bonnie, what happened to him in EastEnders? Well, yeah, I, well, when Tanya buried him alive. That sounds nasty. I don't think they bury you alive. I think you just lie in the coffin while people say nice things. What, a, a fake funeral? Boom. Well, I mean, but people could be really nasty and say what they really think of you, and you could get hurt by that. But on the other hand, you could know exactly what kind of toads you were surrounding yourself with and start fresh. And then, when, when they finish being nasty about that, you can wake up and you can be really bitchy about them. Boom, exactly. I mean, if Ian did that to you, how would you feel about that? Uh, unsurprised. Also, there's one here about a dog that fell out of the sky. Good new means of a term, raining cats and dogs. Oh, Alan Caddick, this is why we pay you the big bucks. Thanks for ringing. Thank you. Night, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hello, Alexander. Hello, I'm eating some watermelon slices. They're very delicious. Good. Lovely. They're good for you as well. Very nutritious. Indeed. Do you eat so the seeds or do you spit them? Right, sorry, what was it? Seeds, I ate the seeds, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it does any harm. I've already had my panics out, but it's grown back by now. Mm. So, um, basically, I'd like to talk to you about royalties tonight. Why? Because I am Princess Diana's son. Okay. Diana, not Diana. Okay. From a different multiverse in the Multex. All right. And and how's that working out for you? It's good. But was Alexander the Great in this universe? Yeah. And um, currently I'm being held at Highgate Mental Health Clinic. Aha. So I'd like a protest, please. You'd like a protest? Yeah, to get me out tomorrow. To, what's what's happening tomorrow that you need to be out for? I'm starting filming my, my, my movie with my father. Right, OK. Well, it sounds like um, you've got a lot of plans. I have a lot. Do you want to just read some of them off for you? I've got, in fact, a whole bunch. One's T-E-E-P-E-E-24.com. Oh, I remember which, this one. And yeah, anybody who loses their job at the NHS is welcome to come and work for me. OK. And uh, let's see what else I've got. I've got a new Starship Enterprise movie. Yeah. And what, what happens in that? Q. You know who Q is? Yeah. Q. Yeah. Q is actually a member of Starfleet from the year 3000. Right. But he's, he's 10,000 years old. Right. And um, he is working with the Borg... To make sure that everybody is saved because resistance is futile. The reason why resistance is futile, in fact, you know what's better if I just read you the story right now. Oh, I don't know whether we got time for the whole story because I bet it's a long one. Oh, it's, it's only about 400 words. All right, go on then. Let me get it out. Okay. It began with Kiemi. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, Sorry, I yeah. thought you said it began with Kiyini. I thought that was like a futuristic yeah, name, yeah, but yeah. I get you know. I can hear you. Can you can you come a little bit closer, just so we can get the full? 
It began with a silent crush of ice on the teeth of a shapeshifter. Right. Nothing scary, she's only just a giver of love. She trusted too many, and as a result, her world of Vulcan was destroyed by Romulus. Same. From time to time, humans change their resemblance in order to protect themselves from enemies. Such is the case as the first humans asked to protect themselves from the chemical dangers created by the Hadish. The Hadish are a dangerous group of individuals whose biggest enemy is the Borg. Soon the Borg will make peace with all life as the Borg were created by the Vulcans and the Borg Queen is mother of Spock, wife of Sarek. The reason why resistance is futile is because resistance ends in death. All Mother wanted to do was bring everybody back, including the humans who started this great war. The Hadish were the creation of Ultron of Atlantis. In order to stop the war, nanotechnology was modified to the poison the dinosaurs, and asteroid was magnetically pulled into Earth's atmosphere in order to save the Vulcans and the humans. If the humans would have waited until Zeus said it was, it was okay to go to the planet, the war would have never started. But a few, a few unruly humans decided they wanted to have sex with primates, and that was considered by Zeus to be rape. Well, and Lucifer yeah, fell with his co-conspirators, and Zeus was left in the heavens with his son Thor to plan the ultimate revenge against Loki, his brother, a.k.a. Lucifer. It wasn't only Zeus in heaven with Thor, it was his mother, his grandmother's mother, his grandmother's mother, and her mother too, and all Gosh. the good Elohim. Packed. In order to survive in deep space, humans need to evolve. Evolved the help of Ultron in Earth 679 in the infinite Maltex. Maltex is an infinite of universes, all connected by black holes and white holes. Black holes lead to dangerous universes, white holes lead to safe universes. And with each being, each universe, there exists another universe. Donald J. Trump's grandson, Jonathan Archer, was instrumental in creating the United Federation of Planets of Vulcans. His daughter, Tiffany, marries Alexander Newton, Gosh. and their child is Jonathan Archer. Is, is that the end, or is that that sounds like it's just the beginning? It's just the beginning. Oh I've written so far, but I wrote it today in forty-five minutes. I bet, I bet. Well, it's good that you keep them busy in there. Now, I just like to really make sure that everybody knows that I have a job for everybody when Brexit happens. So there's no need to worry about Brexit. In fact, go and vote for Brexit. Okay, right. That'll do. Thank you very much, Alexander. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I mean, we can't really have people recruiting for uh, for various companies on this show, um, mostly because you guys are mine. And if anyone's going to be put putting you to work, it will be me. Hey, Giselle. Hi, Catherine. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for the single. Are you welcome? I take it you haven't listened to it. If you're still thanking me. I, I have listened to it once, inside. <laughs> That's probably enough, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> For now, you've got to keep it special. Well, yeah, you, you know, and, and I'm, we are very pleased with the, the Platinum membership card. Yeah. So that, that was... Uh, Awesome. So, uh, number 52. Right, that's the first couples-based platinum membership card we um, issued. So, you are going to have to stay together, or there will be quite a fiercely con contested custody battle, I, I can see on the horizon. That's all I'm going to say to you, Giselle. <laughs> I will let him know. We'll, uh, we would have to um, get a guillotine right through the card. Well, that would or, be, draw, be horrific. or draw up some kind of agreement now while you're still friends. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right. You haven't rung for ages. What's, go what's been going on with you? Uh, well, you know, new relationship and that, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh God, busy. It's good in personal life, you know. But um, it just, um, I'm a bit frustrated at the minute. I've had, I've had a migraine for, like, most days in the last sort of 
maybe three weeks and it's it's been driving me a little bit spare yeah so that's um that's been and i'm not entirely sure why and uh so i have to kind of you know kind of come off any medication that might be causing it which has the potential to cause more yeah. uh, and then review it without anything to prevent it and then kind of <laughs> go through that and figure out any triggers which is difficult so that's been fun and I'm also waiting to hear back about a job which oh. I'm supposed to hear back about this week and it's like one more day this week in terms of a working week and I'm I'm kind of trying not to stress <laughs> yeah yeah and this is the thing right People don't ring back when they say they will these days. That's something I've noticed, especially mm. with jobs. Well, I've been told I'll hear back either way. Right. Um, but it would be it would it would further my professional development, which um, would be quite beneficial because there are certain limitations I have right. on what I can do professionally at the moment, and it it would be kind of quite good to um, to to further that. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, just kind of. Uh, <laughs> This is the thing, Wait, you start to imagine yourself in it, don't you? And you just want them to let you know whether it's going to happen or not. Yeah, yeah, either way would be good to know. But, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not exactly bad, I'm just kind of... It's there at the back of your mind. Mm, yeah, I'm just kind of going, hmm, you know. <laughs> is it somewhere nearby? Is it, are you going to have to move or what? No, it's somewhere I've worked before, but uh-huh. it's all kind of changed hands. Um, so, like, I know people. So that that was interesting going for an interview because I really didn't know how to pitch it because I knew I, I know people, but I don't know everyone. Right. So I kind of have to play a certain professional line, but obviously I have connections there that I know people personally and stuff. So it's um, it's an interesting one. And the way you yep. left it, I take it you didn't like smash the place up on the way out and give them all the bird. Um, no. And anybody that I I I may have felt that inclined towards has left so right, that, okay. that's positive yep mm-hmm. okay so i mean that i've been in jobs before where i fantasized about that especially when you know you're going and you're going somewhere else i fantasized about the victory dance i would do and the you know sliding down the banisters while flipping them all off that whole thing and slamming the door but actually what tends to happen is i burst into tears and tell them all how fantastic they are and how much i'm going to miss them and that kind of is the truth for the most part, do you know what I mean? You know, you, when you work with some people day in, day out, there's always going to be stuff. But actually, when it comes down to yeah. it, it's, it's frightening moving on somewhere else. It is. You kind of have to leave being the bigger person, though, don't you? you yeah. You kind of have to kind of be like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be better than you today or better than what I intended to be, at least. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I woke up this morning, you know. I know what you mean. And while the fantasy is delicious and keeps you going for the, well, three, four weeks, however long it is, you have to sort of serve your time. When it comes mm. down to it, you don't want to be that person. Mm. It hasn't happened yet. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Because I've got some excellent routines worked out. It's still time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Giselle. Nice to hear from you. Good luck. Let me know when you get when they get back to you. And they better get back to you. Hi, Mark. One second, sorry, Kath. Oh, sorry. What if I caught you doing something you shouldn't be? No, no, I was just doing a tweet. All right, hang on a minute. Listening. Tell you what, we'll go and do some adverts and come back and you can tweet in absolute comfort. Thanks. All right, crack on. This is Talk Radio. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know just where the conversation will take you on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Amy will ring you back and you can talk about whatever you want. Um, Mark was texting earlier on and, and we interrupted him, but hopefully he's done his life admin now. Uh, Mark? Hi. Hiya. Was it a good one? I'm sorry. Oh, I can see your tweet. First day back at work. Wasn't interesting. Good to be back. It's a horrible picture. It's a good hat. It, it's not even mine. It was one of the people I look after. He <laughs> just got back from like Germany, which he brought back with him. It's a good hat. It's like a fur trapper's hat. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Got those flaps keep your ears warm. Don't um, don't mock. I'm not mocking. I know you're not. Go on. Tell me about your first day back then. So we've been doing interviews for new staff. Yeah. And the amount of people that don't actually turn up to an interview and don't call to say we're not coming is ridiculous. Mm. So what, you sat there like a lemon? Yeah. How many people did turn up out of the... And how many people were supposed to turn up and how many so people we were meant did? To have, so it was meant to have ten. Yeah. And three turned up. Wow. Yeah. And what was this position that you'd advertised? It was just a support worker role. Okay. So, yeah. Here's yeah, the, the thing, that's, thought, a, that's the sort of role that you need to be really enthusiastic and dedicated and if you can't be bothered to turn up for the interviews, probably not yeah. for you, is it? Maybe it's done you a no, favour. I think it has, but a lot of them was probably just people that have applied on Indeed just to kind of say they've applied for jobs. Right. That's the feeling I'm getting. Yeah. My mum used to work in a hotel and she said that that would happen when they were sort mm-hmm. of advertising housekeeping jobs, for example. She said, mm-hmm. and then some people would turn up and they'd like, not had a wash and they were wearing tracksuits and stuff. So obviously they would just come in to say that they'd been for an interview. Yeah. But... So I was, I've been meaning to ring up for a while, but I just haven't had the chance. Come on. So I wouldn't... Because obviously Ian normally says I kill the vibes. Yeah, we haven't even so managed to I, crank up the vibe yet. So... No, so what I was going to say to him, did you get my present? And then he was going to say, what present? I was going to say, the, the jar of good vibes I sent you. Aha! Yeah. It was an imaginary present. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I called to say, isn't it strange, like, when you do go... So I knew one of the candidates today, and from what I know him, actually his interview person, it was totally different. Really? Was he talking posh? Yeah, he was talking posh, because he's one of these people who normally says, hey, up, duck. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, hello there. <laughs> I was like, this is very strange. <laughs> <laughs> did you go with it or did you call him out? No, I went with it and then I texted Master and <laughs> said, what the beep was that? <laughs> How did he do apart from the poshness? Well, he got the job, which was very strange because he spoke really, really posh. <laughs> so when he actually does come to like an induction and he starts talking how he normally does, they're going to have a shock. Well, force, no, force him to continue in this character for the rest of his career. Yeah, that, that would be funny. <laughs> because I know some of the people that we support would rip into sheds talking like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they take the mickey no, out of everyone, though, don't they? Yeah, they know, like, no airs and graces with them. 
or they would probably just take the mick out of him talking like that. So are you um, working tonight and are you still doing the same thing where you have to sleep over? I am, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've had a good shift. It's been an interesting 12 hours. Yeah. So, yeah. Have your clients made you feel welcome? Yep. It was quite nice, actually. One of them that doesn't normally talk to me, Yeah. he said it's nice. I've only been off for four days. Uh, I had to put some manual leave in, and he said to me, it's nice to have you back. Ah. Oh. Because they've had some covering, and I don't think they like them. All right. So, so in so, comparison yeah. to the others, you're good, but the rest of the time, he's <laughs> yeah. going to continue taking the mick out of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's normal. Oh, well, it's nice to hear from you, Mark. And you. And not just because everyone else has been rubbish, either. <laughs> nice to hear from you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to give us a ring, hello Chris. Hello Catherine. Hello. What's going on now? <laughs> I know. I'm going to bring the show down again. No, you're not, because you're going to tell me you've done something. Oh, I I I wound somebody up over the shop. No, that you've done I something did. to make your world a bit bigger. What? I, uh... I told, told one, of, one of the girls... Uh, no, no. Because Chris, I, I, Chris, I, I said, Chris, Chris. Come on, we've had on. this conversation... What, is this the third time? Well, I... I the only thing I said to her... No, not that, not that weight? conversation. The conversation about you only ringing us up when you've done something to sort out the problems that you are kind of using this show to vent about. No, I don't. Oh, Chris, come on. Listen, I would be more than happy, right, to get you some phone numbers. I'll, I'll even do the phoning up for you and get them to ring you. But I've got the feeling that at the moment you just tell them all to bog off. No. I'm you wouldn't? Not. No. All right, then. So if I get in <laughs> contact with someone who can help you a bit more with sort of getting out and about and... And finding your way around to places, and so you can be a bit more confident and come to things. You know, like when we're going to we, we're going to do the show near you, and you were going to come, and then. Oh, you... I, 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 I didn't come to your show in Bath. Yeah, because you back in the summer. Yeah, because you. I shied away. Yeah, so. I did. Let's. Should we change it? <laughs> Bloody hell! Just say yes, and I'll I'll get someone to ring you up. But if you turn them down, I won't do anything else for you because you need to do this for yourself. <laughs> I, I was gutted that I didn't... I know you were. Up. So how do we make sure that doesn't happen again? Well, you said you've got a show down in Cardiff. I'm not going to come. You're going to come I'm or not... no? Pardon? You're going to come? I'd like I'd like to. OK, so how are you going to make it happen? I'll be mugged in Cardiff twice. Yep. How are you going to make it happen? You know, because bad things have happened to a lot of people. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen again. Oh... <laughs> Come on, Chris, seriously, I'm really rooting for you because I want you to make a change because otherwise we're going to have to stop talking. I know you're right, Dan, man. I hope he's OK. Yep. Honestly. OK, but, but we're talking about you, Chris. So. No, it's not about me. Yeah, it it's is. About everybody yes, it, else. No, it is. This one's about no. you. This is about you, Chris. Are you going to make the phone call or am I going to do it for you? What's going to happen? What do you mean? I, I, I know. I wish I was a. Oh, I brought Chris, the do show you, down do, again. No, no, now, you haven't. I? You haven't. But do you I know have, what? Do you know what's frustrating? What? 
I've said something to you really simply twice now, and it's the same conversation we had yesterday and the one the day before, yeah. and you dodge it. How Right, what are we going to do so mm-hmm. that going outside isn't frightening for you anymore? Yes, it is. Yeah, so what are we going to do about it? Shall I get someone who can give you some support? Or are you no. going to do it? Because you used to work there, right? Pardon? You used to work in that field, didn't you? Or was that a story? It's not a bloody story. Okay, was, no. it, tr- was it true then? And is that why you won't yeah. phone them? Yeah. Okay, so phone them. And then let me know. All right, Chris. Oh, sorry, Catherine. No, you don't need to apologise. No, no, no. Don't apologise. Do something. You can do this, Chris. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to give me a ring, um, that's kind of all I can say, isn't it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hello, Pat and Clive. Hi. Hiya. What are you doing? Oh. And how come um, I'm getting um, double teamed tonight? Well, do, do you want to say, Clive? Well, I've just picked up uh, Pat from the open prison. <laughs> uh, He's been he's been let out finally. Uh, the whole Alan Titmarsh thing has been swept under the carpet to some degree. We can't talk about it, Clive. I know his probation officer. That's all we can say. But right. Alan's all right. Yes, he he didn't suffer much. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw he's got a new well, thing out called Fi- uh, Fifty Shades of Green. Would that be something that you would know about? Not really. Fifty Shades of what, Kath? Green, not grey. I know. Green finger, Kath. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. Kath, how are you? It's been a while. It has been a while. I remember you're dancing with glee. Do you still... I know. You... Do you... Well, no, I, I, I wasn't allowed to dance in prison, Kath, because it used to turn the men on. <laughs> so that had that had to stop. So... Um, but what we wanted... Oh, go on, Clive. Clive wants to say something, because, you know, I don't want to take he, over. Go he's on. Still got, he still gets pen pal letters from the screws, don't you, Pat? Yes. Well, listen, tell Cap why we're ringing. Well, we're, we're actually in a day's inn, just outside of London, near Leicester. Oh. And we're going we're gonna to get the coach down... Right, in about 20 minutes. It's about 20 minutes. We're going to get the coach down... We're going to come into the studio yeah. and, help, and help you out because let's, you know, you're, on, you're, you're a lady, you're only a lady and there's all them buttons to press. <laughs> and, you know, with, with Ian not being here, I think you might get a bit confused. What do you think, Pat? Do you want me to come down and twiddle the knobs, Kath? Um, I thought we'd had a conversation about that through, like, legal letters. Oh, sorry, Kath. Yeah. So, you want us to come down? Yeah, yeah but... We'll be there in about an hour and a half. Do you know where we are? No. Yeah, yeah it's, it's LBC Leicester Square. Right, write that down. Le, the, curly cur. Curly cur. Yeah, curly cur. Curly cur. Leicester, Leicester Square, Square. And say. Town. Yeah, and say. They know Listen. all about it. It's all fixed. Just go wafting oh, yeah. in. Do you have made some garlic scotch eggs? Would you like me to bring you some? Beautiful. Oh, that's a, how did you make those, Clive? I, I bought some eggs. Yes. Some sausage meat. Yes. Some and some garlic. Oh. And then I rolled the eggs. I boiled the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> then I rolled them in the sausage meat. Oh. 
and then I broke up some digestive biscuits, <laughs> rolled the scot- the egg and the sausage meat in the digestive biscuits, and then s- inserted bulbs of garlic. Did you see Mary Berry do this? Fanny Craddock. Fanny. <laughs> Listen, Kath, I'm moving in with Clive. Oh, that'll be nice, won't it? So yep. you can hear from us lot. That'll be lovely. Um, when did you make yeah. it official, you two? Well, we can't because the DWP will be on to us. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sad at the moment, Kath, because my mum left me. when we were, You remember when I was ringing up to audition for Annie and I was dancing and stuff? Yeah. After that, my mum took my life savings and went off to Nigeria. Oh, no. Yeah, she met the... Um, president's nephew right. uh, online on an email yeah. and he was going to give her $30 million. Oh, that's romantic. So, I know. We're still looking for her, though. The British consulate are quite desperate now. Yeah. I've had to move up with Clive and now I'm out of prison. He very kindly has taken me in. Yeah. But that'll be nice because she wasn't massively supportive of your dreams, was she? I'm going to apply next year for... Britain's Got Talents, and I'm going to... I've definitely got plates spinning that I've got. Memories. Can you stop this? My moment. Kath, is this nice? It's lovely. You're doing a great job, by the way. Thanks very much. Considering, you know, Ian's not there to do most of it. Yeah, and the ovaries in that, that get in the way. You've still got them, then? So far, so good. Last time I checked. Excellent. Still packing. My uh, my problems haven't subsided. Oh, no. Is this your week? prolapse. Oh, yes. But, uh, but now you've got someone who can punch you back up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's naughty, isn't she? Always has been. Oh, she's naughty without Ian. Uh, Clive <laughs> got a prolapse Davis when he was in Morrison's. Oh, no. How inconvenient. Which aisle? I made a, I made a big splash, Dad. <laughs> Hey, I've heard that if you um, like, uh, if your water's going, John Lewis, to give you vouchers, how how did it work out in Morrison's? Not very good. I'm bad out of 437 stores. Um, the trouble was, it was right next to the fish counter, and they didn't notice for three hours. <laughs> what they thought it was an eel. Oh, Kath. I know. I know. Listen, uh, while you're doing this, you're not coming over, so get in that cab or whatever you're doing. You're going to walk it. What are you going to do? A well, megabus? We've got the coach yeah, coming. I will ring you in about an hour and a half, Kath. Brilliant. Can't wait to see you. Okay, lots of love. Bye. LBC, Leicester Square. Don't forget. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That'd be nice, won't it, when they when they turn up? Hello, Alistair. Oh, good evening, Kath. What's going on with you? Are you are you okay today? I'm all right. It's weird being here on my own. And this office is very quiet. It turns out when you can like I can go to and from the bathroom mm. without someone jumping out at me. The air mm. smells fragrant, mm. you know. But I do miss the old fella. Oh well, indeed. He'll be back. Um, and because uh, the end of the week, so I suppose you get a little bit more tired towards the end of the week. A bit, yeah. Mondays I'm normally fine. There's a gradual decline towards the end of the week, but I was lucky today. Well, right, here's a boring story. So uh, about half past eight, just as I was about to take my kids out to school, we get a message from the school saying that the water's, the water's out in both of them and so the kids are off school today. Hooray! The stuff well, the dreams the are made of. Sorry? 
Was it the flooding or no, just no water? No, burst water main. Oh, gosh. So the right. kids are living the dream. There's no school today. It's like, this, you know, this, exactly like Christmas has come early. Thankfully, I don't do a proper job and I'm going to be around. I do wonder how the other mums and dads coped when they were sort of probably yeah. heart, heart, one foot out of the door. But anyway, so the, I had the kids this morning uh, where, where normally what I do is I sleepwalk them to school and then go get back in bed. Thankfully, my parents are now... Well, my dad's retired, so he heard what had happened. He came over and rescued me and took the kids out for the afternoon. So I've had a decent kip, so I'm not feeling too bad. Brilliant. But normally, by this time of the week, yeah, I'm absolutely cream-crackered. Brilliant. Anyway, I want to congratulate you on your musical choice as the head of the show. Oh, you haven't heard the rest um, of them yet, but go on. Well, that one was all right. <laughs> I've got the 12-inch of it. Boasting now. So, do you want to buy it off me? <laughs> No, we... <laughs> I wouldn't want to part you from your 12 inches. It's very important. <laughs> How long have no. you had that, then? Oh, I bought it when it first came out. Because it's a weird song, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's got um, elements of um, midsummer in it, hasn't it, really? Mm. You know, sort of... You know, that kind of dancing around poles, and that's all about kind of... Uh, you know, spirits of the earth and everything. It's the safety dance. It's about being safe from the, the bad spirits, I think. I th- yeah. I just... I, <laughs> I th- right. It's a good tune, though. I love it. I absolutely love it. And how are you keeping today? Uh, yeah, not bad. I've... Um, well, I mean, you know what, what's been happening. So I've, I've not been going to some meetings because I'm... I'm doing the thing where... I'm, with my depression, I tend to withdraw into myself a bit. Yeah. And um, but that's kind of okay because what I can do is also, uh, I mean, I'm wondering, same, similar to Ian, sort of recharge my batteries by um, sort of dropping some of the other things in my life. So mm. all I have to do is worry about, you know, um, getting out of the dressing gown and putting some clothes on and then he's going to get the milk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I've got, to, I've got to, well, I've got to get organised tomorrow. I've got to go and see um, see my brief tomorrow mm-hmm. about things. So um, that'll be good to uh, see what she's got to say. And, um, yeah, I mean, everything else is fine. I'm, I'm hopefully going to get, get back on the horse, as it, as it were. But there's no rush. Next is, week we, there's no rush, is there? No, no. No, going to getting back, going to the meetings, and um, I normally go to three a week. So uh, I'd like to get back on that yeah. thing. Do you feel? Um, you, do you find that you start to miss it, and you start to feel different? Yeah, you you tend to um, certainly with yeah with me. Um, you get such a, uh, I mean, people in A call it a medicine. Uh, the actual meeting itself, yeah. and when you stop going, that you tend to drift a little bit. Yeah in your mind so it's important i get back and and do that thing but yeah. uh yeah um but at this point it I'll, sounds like you're doing the right thing in you know f- first of all make sure you're all right make sure you're not too tired and and that you're not overfaced with life because that's not good well that's it that's it and then i've got a, i've got a childish thing to end with uh Kath, if you astonish like. me go on it's very childish okay but um and i think that you might kind of be aware of some of this working with Ian. <laughs> um, can I say farting? Yep. 
on the radio. It's yeah. an F word I actually can use. Right. Yes. Um, I think that I want to nominate, I don't know if any other listeners out there want to add to this, I want to nominate the worst smelling fart based on what I've eaten. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Okay. Right. So what this is, what this is, and I know that Ian said he liked his Brussels the other night, Brussels sprout crisps. I didn't realise there was such a thing. Yeah. Made by a very um, prominent uh, crisp manufacturer. Right. And do they uh, taste like, what do they, t- they taste like Brussels sprouts? Well, there's a, there's a little taste of Brussels sprouts. They, they come in like a Christmas pack, so it's got like turkey and bacon flavour and this flavour and it's got yeah. Brussels sprout flavour. But the smell of the, of the wind <laughs> after I've eaten the crisp is absolutely horrendous, Kath. Well, thanks for the warning. So, um, I mean, it's got the two worst things. I mean, crisps, in, you know, in their own right. You know, bad wind. And then, obviously, you've got the, the sprout essence going on as well. Gosh, that stuff must be super concentrated. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. I mean, not literally, because it sounds like sharing in this case is not caring. But thanks for letting me know, because those crisps sound like a lot of fun, but, but the fun has to be bought and paid for, and it sounds like that people around you will be the ones paying. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know just where the conversation will take you. On Talk Radio.